In 2020, a crackpot critical trio was sent into isolation by a killer virus for the safety of those around them. These men promptly went stir-crazy without a means to rant and rave with friends and co-workers. Today, unwanted by the government, they survive as home-working podcasters. If you want to hear about popular culture, if you can't scratch the itch, and you can download a podcast, maybe you can listen to The Critic Guys. Hello and welcome to the first ever Critic Guys podcast. My name's Chris Davis, I'm your man in the Midlands, and I also have our friend in the north from the south, Mr. Lawrence Tuck. Uh, Good evening. And we also have our southern softy, Mr. Keith Edwards. Evening. (laughs) Gentlemen, we've decided to start doing a podcast for our sins, like everybody else. But it's going to be different because it's going to have our opinions in it, and for some reason we seem to think they're valuable. Right, what we've uh, sort of said going into this, we wanted to, a topic to discuss, because I think our podcasts are going to be discussing, well, the things we're watching, the things we're doing. Obviously, at the moment when this podcast is released, we are all currently in enforced isolation, separation. So going out is a bit uh, difficult at the moment. So a lot of our lives is spent um, consuming content from outside. So watching films, watching TV programs, Anything along those lines, that's, that's going to be the main, I think, the main source for our topics and otherwise world issues, if we want to get bleak. And uh, we've said going into this one that we want to talk about superheroes and the, the best versions of superheroes on screen, I think. Best screen superheroes. So we can, you can disregard the comics, but you can look at anything that they've done where they've been on the screen. So TV, films. Uh, I know I've considered video games anything basically screen related is that about right guys yep absolutely i believe we've got our top 10 best superheroes we obviously all came prepared with the top 10 there was no fudging about in the last few minutes where i rapidly came up with the last three (laughs) i didn't show up with the top eight thinking we were doing the top five at all thank you chris (laughs) i'm prepared (laughs) you're gonna get to know this lawrence you've suggested we do our 10 through 6 yeah. Each list are 10 through 6, and then we'll do one after another, do our 5 through 1, and then we'll try and do a ranking at the end, work out what, what overall we reckon is the best on-screen superhero. Do you want me to start with my honourable mentions? Yes, please, yeah. If you've got some honourable mentions. I've got some honourable mentions. Didn't make my top 10. And in fact, some of these are ones that got disregarded because I decided that they weren't superheroes. But it was a close call because I think, to a certain degree, they they do uh, lend themselves to being superheroes. And in this category, I have got James Bond, mm-hmm. I've got Sherlock Holmes, and I have got Peter Venkman. As a superhero. And uh, well, as I said, they they haven't quite qualified as superheroes, but all oh, right, yeah. I think uh, there's a lot about them that lend themselves to being superheroes. I mean. All, all of them do things that the normal human being is not capable of doing. Yes. They're the Nathan Drake from the video game world where you just think, okay, well, he's have his legs broke within the first few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew who Nathan Drake was, I'd <laughs> yeah. entirely agree with you. Yes. He's, he's Indiana Jones in video game form, basically. Fine. Now, my other honorable mention... We'll know him mention- soon, because he's going to be, Mark- gonna be um, what's his face, Andrew... Not Andrew, and Garfield... Oh, God. The big Spider-Man fan. Can't remember who's playing Spider-Man at the moment. Tom Holland. Tom Holland? Tom Holland, that's the one. He, Tom Holland is playing Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie, if it ever gets made, with Mark Wahlberg playing opposite him. So you'll eventually there'll be a film you could watch if you didn't want to play the games. Good. That's normally how, that's, that's how I read books. <laughs> I wait for them to make a film of it. Hmm. Doesn't so, always work out. My other honourable mentions mm-hmm. are... Uh, as follows. Harry Potter, right. 
Banana Man, <laughs> Danger Mouse. I got Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snake Eyes from GI Joe. Right. Billy Butcher. Who's Billy Butcher? They uh, hit the main character from the boys. Oh, from the boys. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm, yep. For some reason, I got, I got the idea that you were picking a Beano character there or something. I was like, what? He does sound well, like a Beano when he, character. When he puts in Banana Man, everyone's on, you know, up for grabs, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah banana, banana Man is an awesome character from my childhood. That, he should. He, he is good and deserves a, re- a mention. But if you're going to mention him, you've got to mention Super Ted, surely. Super Ted is also on my list. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> I'm also thinking Inspector Gadget should be on there somewhere. Inspector Gadget also deserves a mention. <laughs> Next on my honourable mentions is Beast Boy. Oh, yeah. From Teen Titans. Mm. Do you love a bit of Teen Titans? Yeah. Go. I love Beast, love Beast Boy. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got three here that were almost in my top ten that didn't quite make it. I've got four. Okay. Just purely because Ragnarok is so good. Mm. I have the Doctor. Yeah. And I have David Dunn. David Dunn? David Dunn. Enlighten me. Uh, when I say David gotcha. Dunn, I don't mean the the uh, the 1990s Blackburn Rovers. That's where I thought Benjamin you were going Field with this. <laughs> I was like, that's an unusual pick, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who are you going with? <laughs> David Dunn is um, Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. Oh, is that his name? All oh, right, okay. I can now, yeah, I can see that. You've got multiple films to talk about. I hadn't picked up that was his full name. Okay. I assume you haven't seen Glass then. I, I haven't seen Glass. That's one I've got to see. I, I like the other two, and I want to sit and watch it, but I haven't got around to it yet. I just think that it, it's an awesome take on comic book movies and superheroes mm. generally, and uh, very well. Very well worth a mention. The other two are brilliant. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, Glass is pretty good as well. Cool. I shall give that a watch. We could spend uh, the rest of the time arguing the about Glass, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any more honourable mentions? Lawrence? No, that's that's all my honourable mentions. Do you have honourable mentions, Keith? I don't know. It's possible I misunderstood. I completely misunderstood the, the, the commission and stuck to superheroes who are actual superheroes. And not Super Ted. No, I could argue that he was a superhero. <laughs> or, or it's possible that you only found out yesterday what you were supposed to be doing on the list. That's completely possible, Chris. Why don't we talk about how, how prepared you were for the podcast? Why don't we fill that in? I, I was very prepared. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, firstly, Keith, those were just honourable mentions. That wasn't oh, of course, my of course. top ten. And secondly, uh, in what basis do you say that Super Ted was not a superhero? No, 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 as I said, an argument could be made that he is a superhero. Sorry, it was a bad example. It was the only one I could remember. I mean, Banana Secret Man. Secret identity. Super- <laughs> can fly. <laughs> anyway, shall we uh, progress? <laughs> I-, I will give an honourable mention, because I've ended up with 11 when I've worked my list, to Deadpool. But unfortunately, I have a scoring method, which I will not go into detail, but how I've been able to rank it. And Deadpool, unfortunately, has come in last, which is a shame. And I think it's due to the lack of screen content to go with. And when you've got X-Men Origins as one of your films, you're going to score badly. Well, I think I think everyone's really looking forward to your your <laughs> 10-part podcast on explaining your rating system. But I'm sure we'll be using anything, it again for something else. If they need anything shorter, they could always read the complete Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Harsh, but it gets the job done. At least I've got I've, it's accurate. You can I can stand by what I've said, and I don't necessarily agree with my list. That's the thing. They're not necessarily my favourites. They're who I think is best represented. My number one is not my favourite. I think he's <laughs> overall. I think overall he has the best quality stuff. Uh, so I can't diss him. Right. So we're into our top tens. Do you want Lawrence? Would you like to lead us off with your ten through six? Very well. Uh, and do it do, fairly slowly, so I can write it down. Because I'm going to try and rank and give our overall rankings. Yeah, I will. And also, so you can you can soak in the the splendor of my of my choices. Yeah, not too. Number ten, and I'm going straight in there with controversy. 
Yeah. Number 10 is Michael Knight. Okay. Just let that yeah. let that bounce around the room a bit. We're going to have to have a sit down and talk about what superheroes are, aren't we? <laughs> right. Here we go. What makes Michael Knight different from Iron Man? I suppose, yeah, he's using a mechanical thing to do his tricks and everything, isn't yep. he? So. He even talks to him like Iron Man talks to Jarvis or, or, yeah. or whomever. Yeah. He, he, he is a superhero and he has a, a car which makes him the superhero. He has the technology around him that allows him, as we discussed, to do things that normal human beings aren't able to do. Mm, true. No, I can see that. Keith, okay. Keith, your views on, on Michael Knight? This is, this is just from beginning to end. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think he approves, Lawrence. <laughs> You reading reading between the lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah is my subtle approach head. too much for you? No, I mean the the problem is, of course, my automatic thinking, my my automatic thoughts, is that you pull Michael Knight out of the car, he can't do anything. But then your argument will, of course, be if we if Tony Stark doesn't have his suit, how effective is he against Thanos yeah. or? anyone else so i can see where this is going and i'm not going to be engaged with it so <laughs> my, my uh my first thought when it perfect comes to this perfect really is, trust. Uh, yeah my, my first thought comes that uh well michael knight will be at the the best 10 on our uh, overall list because he doesn't appear on my list and i'm pretty sure he doesn't appear on keith's so let's see yeah uh, who else is named <laughs> well i like to you know me i like to mix things up yes and you know you and keith have a more comic book based upbringing. but we're not using comic books we, we we like comic books we're not using comic books for judging this yes otherwise your, the list would be very your, different your um your brains come from a comic book background <laughs> does that make sense yeah that's part of the reason <laughs> that's why my brain is in the state it's in uh should we move on to right. number nine number nine please lawrence number nine is Iceman. Okay. Purely because Spider-Man and his fantastic friends. Yes, that gets in points. Yeah. Was possibly the only superhero thing I did watch when I was yay high. And Iceman was always my favorite character in that. Mm -hmm. And then I backing that up, obviously he, in the X-Men movies, he's a bit of a, 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 a damp squib, isn't he? He's a bit of a bit of a wimp. Until in Days of Future Past, when he actually pulls off put a, a bit of proper Iceman action. Yeah. And um, okay, I, I I got a good a, a good thrill from seeing a proper bit of Iceman in Days of Future Past. <laughs> Any man that 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 cruises around on a bit of ice that comes out of his hand. And uh, it, it is good, good in my book. Yeah, no, he's he's always been a cool character. Pun not intended. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, I have Daredevil. Okay. Now, I I don't think actually the Ben Affleck movie is as bad as a lot of people say. I will agree with you on that one. I'm in the club that I enjoyed it. I also, obviously, the TV show was was, was a tremendous uh, example of of superhero TV, mm-hmm. and I just love the character. I think he's oh, yeah, he's, cool. he's he's Marvel's Batman. I read I read recently that because in the comic books, Daredevil has has a fling with Black Wid- uh, Black Widow. Mm. He's had a fling with everybody. Well, yeah, that's a man who gets around. Obviously, but because because he has had a fling with Black Widow, Charlie Cox has suggested that they do a a, a crossover movie. <laughs> of course, he is. Yeah, he <laughs> Don't get me to the cinema. <laughs> I'm in the MCU proper. So there nice we one. go. I wouldn't stop him from having that moment in the sun. Nice one. And number seven, please. Number seven, the shadow. The shadow. The shadow. the shadow knows. Oh, damn it. 
the shadow. I love the shadow, and I think it's a, it's a great character. And Alec Baldwin. All I need to say is Alec Baldwin, and that's automatic entry into the top ten. Alec Baldwin is your number one superhero. <laughs> yeah, just Alec. When I get to number one, I'll reveal it. It's just the actor Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. And number six? Hulk. Hulk. So, again, going back to my childhood, as a, not a huge superhero fan when I was quite young, Hulk, other than Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man, Hulk was the superhero that everyone knew. Yeah. And largely because of the uh, the 1980s TV show with Lou, what's-his-face? Ringo. Yeah. Frigno. But, I mean, he is awesome, isn't he, uh, Hulk? He's just big and green and goes crazy. And it, it, they hadn't really... Um, they'd done two movies and hadn't really quite got him. And then... then as soon as they did him in Avengers Assemble, they properly nailed the Bruce Banner slash Hulk uh, character. And yeah. on that basis, I think he's he's an awesome character that's been shown in, in a very good way on screen. Yes, I'm with you on that. So that is right, my, my 10 through to 6. 10 through 6. Keith, would you like to give us your 10 through 6? Well... I decided when I was doing this, you know, so long ago now, that I was going to do, I was going to keep it to actual superheroes rather than people who could potentially have superheroes. So I, I kept it. And my number 10 was Spider-Man. Okay. He, the, you know, the Tom Holland representation is absolutely fine, but I can't get over Tobey Maguire. So I wasn't going to be included at all. But then, of course, you got into the Spider-Verse. And well, yes. no, no more need be said. Nine was Black Panther. Okay. Because I associate while while he has got obviously special abilities and everything, he does go above and beyond what he has to do. He could just protect Wakanda and that's it. But that's not what he's about. Eight, I did a, I did a slash because I consider them pretty much inseparable. Black Widow and Hawkeye. Not because they necessarily do well. I mean, they do seem to have abilities that no one else could have. I mean, Hawkeye never seems to miss as an example. But they also embody the idea of heroes that they go out and fight when they don't have to. I thought Hawkeye's speech to Scarlet Witch in Avengers Age of Ultron was very good. So that, for me, pushes them over. Uh Seven, Doctor Strange. Because he does have abilities that no one else has, so he seems to have. It's never made quite clear in the Doctor Strange movie whether or not he can, he has skills because he's got some sort of ability, or whether or not anyone can learn to do what he does. But I'm going to go with the fact that no one else can seem to do what he does. And the fact is, he's actually willing to sacrifice his own life in Avengers. He knows he'll be absorbed, he knows he'll disappear, and he's got no guarantee that he'll come back, that they'll succeed. But he does it anyway. And then, and then six, I concur with Mr. Tuck, Dare, Daredevil. Again, I think I agree with both of you that the Ben Affleck film isn't isn't as bad as it is made out. It's not the train wreck people think it is. It's got elements in there, but the TV series pushes it over. Yeah, it's a very good show. Very good. Nice one. Uh, so that's your 10 through six. Yeah, uh, can I just clarify, sorry, your uh, number eight was Hawkeye, right? Hawk, yeah, Hawkeye or and or Black Widow. They they've got pretty much the same skill set as far as I'm concerned. Cool. Okay, my ten through six has changed while Keith reminded me of someone. So I've uh, I've now booted somebody off my list who I'll say at the end, depending on how you guys go. See, now goes into my honourable mentions. My number ten is Wolverine. Mm. Okay, I think there's there's enough to get into the top ten. There is some crap in there as well though to drag you out x-men origins wolverine is a train wreck x-men 3 is pretty much a train wreck but it's it was enough to get him into my top 10 number nine wonder woman i enjoy the wonder woman film so far and i think she's been depicted in animated form quite well number eight black panther 
that was the one that's gone into my list late on. I suddenly did my rankings, and it's like, actually, no, he scores highly on that one. Seven is Hulk. I also think he's been done very well in the films, recently anyway. And, uh, yeah, the overall depiction of him on screen has been pretty good. And at six, I've got Ant-Man. I really enjoyed the films he's been in. I can't fault any of them. They've uh, they've scored highly with criteria, uh, my criteria, and there's a couple of animated films that the character appears in who's he's also cool. So. Chris, can I quick question about your criteria? Yes. Is there a category in your criteria for uh, characters being total because they can control ants with their brain? <laughs> Doesn't stop him being a hero, and the films are very entertaining. I think it's a good depiction of that character. But, but it, you, you didn't consider that, did you? That wasn't one of your. No, categories. I like it. I I like the idea of the of what he can do. It's bizarre, but I quite like the idea. Jesus. I like the growing and shrinking and growing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Go on, that, Lawrence, that part's you've fine. Got night in your list. Yeah, and that is perhaps the only reason that that was included in Avengers Endgame, and not the fact he can fly around on an ant. Well, yeah, it doesn't. That's not doesn't need to be a to be included. That's that's not that doesn't hold anything against it. But it's like, well, why not? He's small enough. Why can't he? No, I like no, it. I think the films are good. Good depiction. It doesn't matter his size. He can control ants with his mind. Yes. It's not through his mind. No, with technology. It's not his mind. He's not like, he didn't wake up and have the ability to control ants. He was given technology, which allows him to command ants. Okay. Well, I, I just want to go, I just want to say for the, it just occurs to me that Hank Pym, having created the Pym particles with a fantastic bit of science, then decided to go further and develop a technology whereby he could control ants with his head, with his brain. Did it? Did it or did it not work? Well, well <laughs> you can't fault him on it working. But why did, you go, why did he not think about, like, putting his controlling technology to got, something else? He lost his wife. He had a lot going on <laughs> in the comics. He was abusive and horrible. He created Ultron. Do you want him to keep creating things? Yes. Yeah. Technically, if you're going to do success as a criteria, Thanos's plan worked. <laughs> Maybe it was a good, a, a good thing to happen. It was useful. It worked, and there were good movies. And his on-screen depiction is good. I've said it before. I don't necessarily think that this list is my, it's certainly not my top 10 superheroes. My top 10 superheroes would be very different. Mm. It's depictions on screen and the quality of their films and TV shows. <sighs> and for that, he makes it at number six. It's, well, right. it's also mean, the quality of the character within those films and TV shows. And unfortunately, I think he's great. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think he's great. Throughout. He's great. Unfortunately, he can control ants with his mind. So. It's all right because it, it's okay because he's booted Michael Knight out of our top ten group thing, so that's okay. Well, as a complete side note, while on lockdown and enjoying my walk of the day, I go around and I notice oh, there aren't any cars on the road. It seems so much more peaceful, etc., etc. And then I suddenly realised that I was talking or thinking like Thanos, and I thought I should probably correct that. <laughs> it would be better if people weren't around. But also, just going back to this for just a second, okay. what is your criteria? for being a hero because he in the first one he just does a, a raid yeah he steps up and he becomes he steps up and does the right thing yeah no no, no, no. He, he, he steps up to do it he, he does it so that he can he can look good in front of his daughter because yeah. he's a crim who can't get a job and on the and and then and then when it all goes wrong and 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 the villain goes after his daughter in revenge he has to defend her that's all he does yeah he, he steps up to he say, steps on what he needs to. goes off on a killing spree in, <laughs> in the Infinity War. Are we really going to talk about the quality of people's character? I'm, I'm going to go and punish I'm not people. Hawkeye doesn't have bad things. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm simply saying that Hawkeye, by definition, when he goes out and does stuff normally, he is he is trying to do the right thing, and obviously he's he's completely destroyed by the death of his uh, well he did the disappearance of his wife and children okay i'm not Are you arguing... saying someone acting because of their children is a good thing or a bad thing no i i I, I say it's selfish which is exactly what our man does before you try and trap me down this cold but he's sack. in your list hang on hang on he's in your, he's in your list keith, keith are you suggesting that to qualify as a superhero you basically have to have occupation superhero in your passport <laughs> basically oh yeah 
you, you have to be a, Doctor a, fully, a fully paid up member of the superhero union. Yeah, no, well, Doctor Strange is an absolute. Like I'm before he gets the powers, he's I'm a not... horrible person. He's what? to Tony Stark, and then afterwards he become, gets his powers. Oh, yeah, if he Stark just actually me. speak to people, <laughs> yeah, if he spoke to people like like a normal human being, treated them with respect, then yeah, you might turn into an upstanding saying, individual. I'm not saying that that you know Scott Lang doesn't have heroic qualities. I'm saying he doesn't until in Avengers Endgame. He doesn't show any. He does in Civil War. He helps the right team in Civil War. He, gets, he steps he, off. He gets no, they're, they're, the wrong, basically... they're the wrong team. They're the team against the law, aren't they? Yeah, he uh, yeah but I think he's grown for the Cap's right reason. Cap's gone rogue. Cap's gone yeah, rogue. Yeah, but it's for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, That's, that, this, is, this is a debate generally as to what who, who was in the right on that. Now, this no, this is not going to help my argument, but essentially he's rohypnoled by Hawkeye and wakes up in the back of his truck. <laughs> And then he's in bloody Germany, and he can't get out. I mean, uh, and then he fights for ten minutes and gets arrested. That's that's he all does he his, does. He his duty. It's a cool film. He's in it with one of the coolest moments of the film when he grows. Are you suggesting and... that that um, Hawkeye abused him? <laughs> Not, I don't know what happened. All I know is that he somehow seemed to be unconscious between being abducted in America and waking up in Germany. And frankly, you know, Hawkeye, I don't know what he was doing. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Oh, I imagine I was going to say bar one character, but I'm fairly sure Noah Lawrence is not going to mention another one. I get a feeling there's going to be a lot of crossover with our top fives. I think yeah, the, the names have not got <laughs> I think, mentioned. I think you're. <laughs> we'll mis- see. I think you're mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I suppose Michael Knight has suggested anyone could make your list. Legolas is number one. <laughs> the way this is going so far, it, it doesn't bode well. <laughs> yeah. Thanos, he had a point. Yeah. So shall I, anyway, like, are we doing our number five? Shall I do my e- number? Shall I start my number five then? Yes, please, Lawrence. <laughs> so my my number five is Neo. Okay. Yep. No, I can't. I can't diss it. He he fits the criteria. I didn't think about him. I didn't consider him. But yeah, he fits. I think he is a cast iron superhero, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he, he is, would be. He's a proper superhero. He can he can even fly by the end of the first one. <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah. Although, if we're going to go on film quality, I'm pretty sure he's one that dips as the uh, as the films go on. Yes, I wouldn't as a character argue good. against that. But as a character, he's he's brilliant. And secondly, the first one is so barnstormingly yeah. good. Oh, that's a great movie. You can just ignore the other two. It's just so. They never happen. Damn good. I never saw them. Yeah. Get the gloss out. Yeah, gloss. Yeah. And God knows what they'll do with Matrix Four. Are they doing a Matrix Four? Yeah, indeed. Really? What's what's the concept behind it? I don't know. They haven't announced any of that, and obviously it's all been put on hold because of Corona. But they've got uh, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss signed up for uh, signed up for it. Can they bring Joe Pantoliano back? <laughs> If only. I would. Go on then, Keith. What's your number five? Five is, I believe, hang on, Thor. Thor. Okay. All right. Can't diss that. I, I, I've always thought of Thor as, a, before the uh, you know MCU started, he didn't come across as a great character. Having not had any experience with the comic books, just going on, on the concept of him. It well, didn't... also, he does have a role in, is it is it the Hulk TV series? Is it live yes. action one? Oh, and I, yeah, I, that, that worked against him for me, unfortunately. I, yeah. That was a score down. <laughs> I remember him from that. And he was just this big sort of He-Man type character, wasn't he? And he yeah. Oh, yeah. He was doing well, and then I thought of that. It was yeah. pretty ropey. And ordinarily, I would have discounted him on the fact that he doesn't do anything that his natural abilities as an Asgardian don't permit anyway. He's naturally strong. He's naturally, but the fact is he can still lift Molnir. And the first one, when he loses his powers, he does regain them by laying, by, by, by being prepared to sacrifice his life. So yes. that for me gets him a five slot. Yes. And Ragnarok is so damn good. Oh, hell. indeed. Yes. No, no, no dissing Thor. 
um, from my perspective. My number five is Spider-Man. Ah, I thought he'd be higher with you. I thought, yeah, I, I, I figured you would think he would be higher, but no, he. Uh, you thought you thought he'd be higher up. as well, didn't you? <laughs> probably did. I probably going in. He no, he's he's got a lot of good quality stuff, but he's also got a lot of dross through the years. Like if you go back to like I think it's the seventies TV show where he's fighting ninjas and stuff, and those films <laughs> they are awful. Yeah, but Spider Man and, uh, and his amazing friends. They were great. That no, that got an up from me. And yeah, the '90s cartoon series I thought was great. Um, I haven't seen many of the more recent cartoon series, which I understand are good. Enter the Spider Verse is phenomenal. I enjoyed the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire to a de- uh, to a degree. It's it's okay. It's good. It's not a bad movie. It's good. The sequel, the sequels were awful. Great film. I I thought two was a great film. Three is a crap film. Amazing Spider-Man, I thought was great. Amazing Spider-Man two, I thought was dross. The recent films I've really enjoyed. I really like the the current depiction of Spider-Man in the cinema. I think it's been really, really good. Video game-wise as well, which I've also gone with, there is a phenomenal recent game, which is one of the best Spider-Man stories I've read, watched, or had anything to do with. But some of the older games, there's only a couple of really good ones. There's some, again, dross. So unfortunately for me, as a massive Spider-Man fan, he makes number five. Yeah, I have to say, I I felt the very first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was okay. The sequels, I thought, were all dross. Even two? Yep, I thought it was appalling. Uh, I quite liked you. One thing that's always stuck in my head is when Sandman... That's two, isn't it? Or is that three? That's three. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's three. 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 Okay. Sorry. Oh. Well, I'll say it anyway. My one, yeah. my one thing I love about three is when Sandman is going crazy because his wife dies or something. Something about it. Something happens to him. So long, I've blocked it all out of my memory. And then, and then, uh, so he's going a bit crazy because he's having emotional issues. But then he meets up with Venom. (laughs) Venom just says, "Kill people." Venom says, "Shall we just go and kill Spider-Man then?" As you're in, as you're in such a bad mood that channel that into killing Spider-Man, and he just goes, "Yeah, right." (laughs) What the hell, not? (laughs) It's the dance that kills that movie for me mainly. It's where, it's where Toby Maguire starts dancing. It's like, oh my god, kill him now! For me, it's the ten-minute omelette making scene. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot wrong with that film. Oh my there's god, a, heck of a lot. I wanted for so long. I tried to defend it because I wanted Venom in a film, but I can't. It's crap. <laughs> it can't be done. What's the second one then? That's Doc Hawk. Oh yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. That's that much. Marina. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, I thought that was that was done pretty well. And it certainly, I love the finish. Uh, that was really nice with him, like Mary Jane knowing and go get him Tiger and stuff. I thought it was really good. So I watched some of the first, The Amazing Spider-Man with, what's his face? His Andrew Spider-Man, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. And uh, I found it unwatchable. Mm, at, the, at the time, I liked it. I've not gone back and watched it, mm. in fairness. I'm going with how I felt when I watched it first time. Mm, fair enough. I may have watched it since, but it's been a while. And then also onto the late recent Spider-Man films, I thought the two standalone Spider-Man films in the MCU have been pretty weak, personally. But that's my mm, own opinion. That's where we differ. I really like them. Yeah. I really like the portrayal of Spider-Man. Let's let's just say that. And I, I loved him in Civil War, and I loved him in the. Uh, Infinity War movies. They seem to have just nailed the character now. They they know how to make him like funny and also nervous and all that stuff that they didn't quite nail with their previous iterations. In my yeah, because a lot of the time, because he's Spider Man is meant to be sort of quite coming up with all these these witticisms, these spidey mm. witticisms. He can come come across as a bit of a dick, can't he? Mm. But it's, it should be nerves. That's the that's the thing that they've always seemed to miss. Mm. Is like he he quips because he's nervous. He's it nervous, gets him through. Yeah, and Tom Holland does that perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to give us your number four, please, Lawrence? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got top five. <laughs> I was getting too involved with that. <laughs> Cap. Okie dokie. You know you can't you can't fault any of his MCE. Mo- MCU movies. You can't fault any of them. I a lot of people aren't keen on the first one. I love the first one. So do I. It's got Hugo Weaving as the bloody Red Skull. How can you possibly have a problem with that? Absolutely. Unless your name is Hugo Weaving. (laughs) Yeah, apparently so. So I I love that, and I love that. Obviously, 
Winter Soldier is possibly, if not the best MCU best movie. MCU movie, yeah. And then Civil War, amazing. Basically, and and he, anything he's done in the MCU has been amazing. And he he's the he is the all American hero. He's the ultimate superhero in many many ways. He, I do he, feel like there's an elephant in the room coming here, though. He also, he also appeared in some more less salubrious <laughs> movies, uh, which, which, and my main memory of the the movie they made in the nineties was um, watching it on TV, and I had the worst food poisoning I've ever had in my entire life. Or was that the movie? I literally I started watching the movie. I was halfway through. And then I threw up for a week. <laughs> you were halfway through, then you followed through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> but apart from those sort of uh, little dodgy, dodgy early steps, bumps along the road. <laughs> yeah. He was young. He was. He didn't know what he was doing. Uh, I, I just think the work of the MCU has been so extraordinary with, with Captain America that he. He's deservedly in, in, in fourth place in my list. And Chris Evans does him so well. Definitely. The fact that we... I'm a sucker for Captain America in the comics as well. And so I just genuinely really like the character. But in the films and stuff, the fact that we care about him as non-Americans, that he still represents it. This is a guy who is literally wearing the flag, effectively. He's, he's turning around nailing his colours of, yeah. I represent this country, and uh, and we still think he's great. I would also cite, just purely on this one moment, the moment when he's fighting Thanos, mm. and oh, yeah. he gets up. The superhero He movement. gets up to, to face Thanos and his entire army alone. It is at yeah. that moment alone puts him up as one of the great superheroes. The other one for me, in terms of his cinematic moments, that you just think, no, that guy is a proper hero, and they understand him on the screen, is the grenade in the first film when he jumps on it. Of course, he's, he's complete. He's got no powers at that point, but he's still going to sacrifice himself. He's willing to do it. That I was so <laughs> pleased with that. And I think a testament to the success of what Marvel have done is the fact that he was people's least favourite Avenger. You know, they weren't, they were fond of the character, but, you know, I mean, if you take my siblings as an example, the fact that when, when, you know, they they said that, you know, they mocked him essentially, they wouldn't go and see a film with him in it and they didn't want to, you know, but by the end, Avengers Endgame, he was one of their favourites. And I think that's a testament to 10 years of good work and good character building. Yeah, definitely. Keith, are you making your dinner? I am now, yes. <laughs> Do we not have your entire attention? I, well, I mean, yeah, I, I've been toying whether or not I could just put it on mute and go to the toilet, but I didn't, I didn't want that in the... Um... This is not very professional, is it? We're trying to do a professional podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this, but so far, this podcast has been the bastion of professionalism. <laughs> well, Keith... Let's have a look. Sorry, uh, I've dropped my list under the table. Four was Superman, because any man who can rebuild the Great Wall of China with his eyes <laughs> is is certainly deserving of it. And ordinarily, I because of the the same logic I tried to use with Thor, he's born with these abilities. He's he was born on another planet, landed here, and suddenly he is you know he's, he's gifted them. However, Superman two he loses those powers and continues to. You know, he he goes back and gets them. He sacrifices his, his the life he wanted because it's the right thing mm-hmm. to do. And obviously, he 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 fights himself in Superman three. I love the Dean Cain <laughs> version of the character in the Lois and Clark series, yeah. and I like him. I know in, he didn't say all the films. Uh, well, no, I, I mean Superman one. I think he's the archetypal one. You know, he's the archetypal one. And I think uh, you know, in terms of superhero, he he started for me the the superheroes. Not crazed because it wasn't a thing, but I but I watched that before I watched Batman, and he was a superhero. He he he. I mean, he is in some ways the definition of it in almost the way Captain America is. You, you wouldn't say he's a possible racist, uh, rapist, not racist. <laughs> uh, ra- he could be a racist. <laughs> he could be a racist. You are casting some aspersions here, my friend. On on. <laughs> I just think I, I I remember a film called Superman Returns. Oh, I knew this was coming, uh, and that's not a good film. 
Uh, neither is uh, Superman for the Quest for Peace. I said I, any film where someone can rebuild the Great Wall of China with his eyes and blows out the Olympic torch is yeah. fine in my book. Okay, Man of Steel, I think, was quite good. Batman and Superman, you can really hear you. <laughs> Microwave meal, Keith. Um, the, uh, the Superman and, uh, Batman and Superman yeah, is disjointed and a mess. It's a shame, but it's a mess. And Justice League is okay. But he—he's the one who got booted off my top ten list. Justice League is only um, okay because he's not in it. <laughs> yes, I know, Lawrence. You're not a fan of but in Justice makes League, when he turns up at the end and yeah. actually kicks ass, and also in Batman Superman, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the 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 version of it in terms of the fact that you know Batman's almost about to kill him, and he actually thinks of another. He actually wants, you know, he implores the man who is about to kill him to save someone else. Uh, and that, for me, you know, uh, makes, him, makes him a hero. Yeah, yeah. And the, he has had good animated representation. I mean, Henry Cavill does the absolute best. I, I completely grant, grant you that the stuff that's, that's in there... And but he and Christopher Reeve and even Dean Kane and uh, I can't say the guy's surname but Tyler Hochin or something who's in the Supergirl film uh, TV series they try and embody what this character is. I mean, if you can't even be bothered to shave off your moustache, he was contractually obligated because of Mission Impossible, and as you well know, you're just he's like doing the, it he's like the Cesar Romero of superheroes. <laughs> I I will say it now. Release the Snyder cut of Justice League. I do want to. Uh, I want to see what he had planned. Yeah, Superman's a is a strange one for me. He as say made made number eleven. Good animated films to go with some of the good films, the cinema films. Uh, but his video game output has been shocking, generally. So yeah, he only made number eleven for me. He is an uh, iconic num- character. He's an iconic oh, character, yes, and I give that Keith that entirely. But yes, as a character. He's just far too powerful, and I've never found that enjoyable. Mm. Speaking of powerful characters who uh, I do find enjoyable, my number four is Thor, for the reasons we've already discussed about it being a decent character. I um, Ragnarok is a an immaculate movie. I think they've done a really good job with a character who could have been ridiculous quite easily and, and just been like, I'm not watching something about a Norse god. They made him work. Um, again, I've got a bit of a soft spot for him from the comics coming in, so I was willing to give him a chance. But I don't think it was a case of rose-tinted glasses. I think they've actually delivered a good quality character. He's certainly a very funny character when he wants to be, which is great. And the I can't think really of a bad film he was in. The the one I would turn around and say, you, you probably argue about Dark World. But even then, I enjoyed it. In fairness, I saw it quite cheap, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I got Thor at my number four. Very good. Number three, Lawrence. Number three, Wolverine. Now, I know. Uh, where, where did you have it? Have him, Chris? I had him. He made my number, number ten. Ten. He's made my number three because, as you rightly said, some of his movies haven't been that great. Although, mm, when they've got it right, <laughs> I actually don't mind. I actually don't mind Wolverine Origin. I also don't mind X-Men 3 and think it's superior to X-Men 1 and 2 purely because those really? purely because those two are well the first one's just awful mm. um, they came out roughly around the same time didn't they so was the accident just before then then that you got the head injury shut up <laughs> listen the first one is that was re- harsh, man. the first one <laughs> the first one is was made before the MCU and Christopher Nolan reinvented superhero movies. <laughs> yeah. So it was made at a time when, you know, superhero movies were all very one-dimensional. They were. They weren't as good quality. And, it, and it is incredibly one-dimensional. And I, I, I never really liked it. The second one I found hugely pretentious, although I, I've seen it more recently and, and enjoyed it more. The third one, uh, I appreciate that it, it's not that good, but I found it enjoyable. And that, I can see more of a defence for that one. And that it's was origin. That was more the one that I'm struggling with. <laughs> well, origins. I don't know. I watch it, and 
there's certain elements of it I, I, I don't mind. I quite enjoy some bits of it. it. Do you enjoy the Deadpool bits that aren't Ryan Reynolds? Um, when he's not just being Ryan Reynolds. When he's being dead, when he's being Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, the bits where where uh-huh. he's not actually like showing that he's Ryan Reynolds. So they take away his like his voice, make him look like a freak. And yeah, uh, well, obviously yeah. not knowing the character of uh, of Ryan Reynolds of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds plays of yeah. uh, of Deadpool. Having discovered since it it seemed a lot of odd choices were made. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Odd was the word, yeah. But obviously, in the context of that film, it was just the need for someone for him to have a fight with at the end. Yeah, uh, you... it was a shame they went that way. I think, to be honest, they could have probably, to, for me, probably could have a lot uh, could have salvaged it. Maybe if they'd have done a decent depiction of him at the end and really like built him up, because uh, I think a lot of my negativity is just gone. You had Deadpool available. And you did that to him. Yeah, no, I can appreciate that because he was. I thought he was actually. He was actually quite good at when he was. When he, yeah, just Ryan Reynolds when swinging Ryan around Reynolds with swords and stuff. That was cool. Mm. It was like, oh, this is good. And then, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was pleased that he got shot by uh, the other Deadpool. Anyway, move. <laughs> my point is that throughout all the Wolverine films. And how each film varied in quality, mm. one thing has remained consistent. Hugh Jackman. Wolverine slash Hugh Jackman. Even if the film's been bad, Wolverine's been portrayed brilliantly. Yes. Yeah. I like the Wolverine, and I really like Logan. And Wolver- Wolverine has been, has been, as a character, absolutely spot on. Mm. And... Let's face it, Logan is just spe- it's it's spectacular. Yeah. And that is enough to boost him up to three cool. uh, anyway. So uh, there he is. There he is at number three. Nice one. Keith, if we can drag you away from your dinner. Excuse me, that's just rude. <laughs> um, oh, right. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> uh, my number three, and this is my my most... Uh, no, no, hang on. My number three is Iron Man. It's not controversial at all. <laughs> so you meant to say controversial. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I was just going to irritate Lawrence by putting Green Lantern at three. But um, <laughs> no, I crossed that out and put Iron Man. So Iron Man's my three. Okay. Which I feel is uncontroversial. Very good. I was watching an episode of Iron Man, the animated show on Disney mm-hmm. Plus before we came on uh, this evening. Yep. And I was yep. uh, marvelling at some of the characters they had in that show, other than They Iron had Man. a lot of characters in that show. It was actually surprisingly watchable, that show. They had some, some crazy characters, mm-hmm. a lot of which I didn't recognise. I presume they were in the comic books. I, I, I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, they, they were pretty true to it, and what they did. They, the Mandarin and that were pretty good, the way they did it. Anything else you want to say? Keith, no, about I, think, I think that's it. I think that, I think that just gets nodded through. My number three is Captain America, for the reasons we've already <laughs> talked about. Shall we go straight on to number two, then? Uh, yeah, we can jump straight in. Would you like to give us your number two, Lawrence? Mine, uh, and you, this is another one that you'll love, and, and not in any way <laughs> shout at me. This is your second best superhero ever, yeah, yeah? on the screen. Yes. Yeah? Yes. It's Luke Skywalker, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next. <Okay>. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't get to do that and walk away. Can I just say, I, I, the, the, the fact that I got that straight away, I've, I've started to get your psyche, I think, which is a bit worrying. What can your problem possibly be with Luke Skywalker, Keith? Last Jedi... <laughs> I don't need to say any more. In the end, he gets a sulk. He, he almost kills his nephew, and then goes and sits on the planet and retires for twenty years. Right. If I if I'd said Luke Skywalker about about five or ten years ago, what what would your thoughts be then, Keith? I I I'd go for it. Unfortunately, we don't have the time stone, and it doesn't hold up. 
I'm going to somewhat defend Lawrence here on this one and go with if by my criteria, I didn't consider Luke. I, I've very much gone to cape wearing or literally masked superheroes for in my list. But by my criteria, he would have done very well on the scoring and just had one really bad movie, in my opinion. And for me, the same movie. It's uh, I don't like Last Jedi, but I do like the last uh, the uh, the other films that he's in. <laughs> um, I think yeah, I, I think I, they're I, very good. I've heard they're very. Him up. I've heard they're very very popular. Yeah, I think. No, yeah, obviously. Um, but he he would score very highly, and he does meet the criteria of being a hero and doing superhero-y type things. I mean, he's got superhero powers. Mm. He's got. Well, it's not cape. It's more of a, you know, mm. a hood. He's got a <laughs> he's got a hood. Doesn't have a mask, but he's got a hood. And I I think he ticks every box of being a superhero, and. You know, even if you don't like the more more recent movies, he's not really a main character in them. He's all about the first three. And those three Star Wars films are the most iconic films in in, in history, aren't they? They're not comic book films, but they are films of heroes with superpowers. And they're films of exceptional quality. And they are films of exceptional quality, which will last for generations beyond us. Star Wars is just such a huge, a huge thing in cinema, and and rightfully so because they are just incredible, groundbreaking films. And Luke Skywalker is <clears throat> the is the centerpiece of the of the films, and um, I think he's deserved of being number two in my list. Hmm. Very good. Keith? This is number two. Number two. Batman. (laughs) Where's the laughter coming from? (laughs) Because I'm going to jump in and go, Keith, my number two is Batman. Um, (laughs) So let's see how this goes. (laughs) Uh, Hang on, let me guess. Both of you have got Michael Knight at number one. (laughs) <laughs> yes i was just annoyed because you stole my thunder yeah <laughs> oh for the love of christ go on then <laughs> i wonder what your number one is lawrence <laughs> it's howard the duck i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> it could be <laughs> look at the rest of his list it could be yeah go on keith give us a give us a breakdown well I'm sorry. Possibly I mean, Lawrence, I mean, I mean the only thing. I mean, there are two. There are two definitive pebbles in this particular shoe. Um, there's Adam West Batman, and there is Batman and Robin. Yeah, I do. I do think the depiction of Batman in Batman and Robin is still one of the better. Better doesn't mean it's good, but parts of that film. And mm-hmm. Adam's West Batman, you know, is what it is. It is a product of its time. Um, and to be fair, it did bring lots of people, well, introduced me to the character. I would not have watched the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman had I not seen the TV series when I was a lot younger. It was also really? intended as a comedy. Yes, and in that, it's very successful. Um, I mean, the bat shark repellent. If, <laughs> if Batman and Robin had been intended as a comedy, then yeah, it would have been fine, but they tried yeah. to do it as a serious piece. Just. To think they actually considered Patrick Stewart initially as Dr. Freeze. Um, that might have ended his Hollywood career there and then. But anyway, be that as it may, um, I, I think the, I mean, the thing is, Lawrence, I've always got the kryptonite on this one because I don't run and say, I've, you know, it's, it's, I've got the Nolan Batmans. And I think Ben Affleck is one of the best things in Batman and Superman and in the Justice League. Yes, I'd probably agree with you. So, you know, I mean, everyone thought Ben Affleck would be terrible. And in the end, I thought he was very good. And Nolan's Batman's Christian Bale. There I will disagree with you. He wasn't very good. He was Ben Affleck. Oh, wow. I love how how passionate we're getting and arguing the fact about which is two and one. (laughs) (laughs) On this at the moment. (laughs) But the weird thing is, we're actually arguing against each other in the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. uh, but my my argument is, you know, in in many ways, a, a definition of a, 
of a superhero is how they they die, how they end. And Batman has been covered quite well. Whereas your Luke Skywalker went out like a bitch. <laughs> he did that. So I'm not having it. I'm not having it. <laughs> how is how has Batman ended? Well, in the Nolan films, he retires. Well, he goes. Now, if we can't, goes on if we can't argue, if we can't argue the validity version, you know, as in the comic, the comic version of Batman should never retire. But if you want a version that, you know, even in uh, Batman Beyond, he has retired because he's got too old to do it anymore, and he actually mentors a younger version because they, the actual icon of the Batman is still needed. So, I agree completely with what Keith is saying here about the issues with the character in that film. I, unfortunately, with my criteria, and this is going to be a shock because I'm not a fan of that film generally because of the character depiction, but it, I will admit it is a good movie. So, unfortunately, it got, from my perspective, personal perspective, it got good score, it, a decent score. The ones that brought it down for me were Batman and Robin, and I, I really don't like Batman Forever. That pulled that one back as well. Um, yeah, I just don't. It, it's never appealed to me that film. So yeah, for me, number two as well. Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey hammered up something rotten in that film. They really do. What um, What frustrates me is that I've heard that Tommy Lee Jones at one point told Jim Carrey, "I cannot san- sanction your buffoonery." Did Tommy Lee Jones not know what he was doing in that film? <laughs> Apparently not. Mm-hmm. What I'm interested in is what your number one is. Well, we'll get there shortly. Well, um, you've, you've got both of our number two, so it's time for your number one, Lawrence. Well, my, <laughs> my number one is... Um, hang on, let me check my list. Uh, it, 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 well, uh, I think we know. <laughs> oh, it's Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the reasons already stated. Now, the thing is, uh, your um dislike of batman versus uh, of uh batman and robin and batman forever mm. uh i would add to that my dislike of uh fat man in um <laughs> i knew it was coming it i knew it was coming it wasn't enough to pull you to pull you back from saying he's the best no that's my point he's been in a lot of of crap and in a way, a bit like my arguments about Wolverine. Even though the films have been crap, he's still Batman, and I love Batman. Yeah. And yeah. I also I would say the quality of the good films are just so extraordinary that yeah. that it overshadows anything else. I for for me in the criteria on Batman for the Nolan films, I think there are two great movies and one good movie. Which is, uh, I think, which is where the difference comes in, and what probably drags this away from my number one. But yeah, it's. Why do you hate the uh, Dark Knight? I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not insane. Nobody hates that. Um, no, that's a, that is definitely a great movie. Keith, would you like to give us your number one? My number one, which has already been mentioned, is Captain America. Ooh, I didn't see that coming. Interesting. I didn't. I didn't see you. I didn't see you saying "oh" quite like that either. But never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. I should have been paying more attention because you've actually. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yep. For reasons already stated, or is there anything yes, else you yes, want to yep. add? For exactly the same reasons. I think the uh, performance by Christopher Evans is amazing. Mm. Oh, it is. Yeah. So you got you you are you are not considering the uh, the three movies that were made prior to Christopher Evans. No, I'm trying to delete that from my memory. I admit that is a complete weak area. I'm not trying to say otherwise, but I still think it's. I think Chris Evans's performance uh, manages to tip it over the edge. Makes so, up for the fact that he's had some pretty big drops before that. What my my point is that you you didn't use this particular. A decision-making process with Batman. You perhaps, perhaps it's more Chris that did this, using the bad films to overshadow the good films. But with Cap, we seem to be forgetting the bad films. Oh no, I—that's I, why he's as low down on my list as he was. To be honest, he would—he would have if it wasn't for those films, he would have been higher. Um, but for me, he only made three. Don't get me wrong; I'm all for uh, forgetting the bad films. <laughs> 
<laughs> when the good films are so good. Anything more uh, to say, Keith? No, no, that's me, Dom. Ah. My number one, and as I say, it's not based on my favourite characters, certainly, but in terms of the films and the, the on-screen depiction, for many of the reasons we've already said, is Iron Man. I think film-wise, he's been really well represented. Iron Man 2 being a bit of an exception. Iron Man 3 is not amazing, but it's not bad. Iron Man 2, though, I've got issues with. But he, all the sort of Avengers movies and the movies he appears in, the, like in the, at the side, he's great. His uh, animated products have been really good. The cartoon series that you were talking about earlier, Lawrence, I really like that. He's, his games have been a bit poor so far. There's a good one coming, but I can't comment on that because I haven't played it. It looks like it's going to be a good one. VR. But for me, overall quality, just just edged Batman. So that for me, it was Iron Man. I'm just doing... So I'm now working out our rankings at the moment. A couple of quick I'm comments give, on Iron Man. Yeah, go for it. I think the first one is is actually quite groundbreaking in comic book movies, mm-hmm. largely because it was the first of the extraordinary concepts of, of the MCU. And also it came out at a similar time to Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. And the, yes. the two, those two movies... So different. Very different, but they both revolutionized in many ways uh, comic book filmmaking. They showed you could do both to, they do two different types of movie and be successful and do really good comic movies. But they're very in, in some ways they're very similar, and mm-hmm. it goes back to my comments about X X Men and how it was it was X Men was, was a film stuck in a a previous age compared to Batman Begins and Iron Man. But going forward, I enjoyed Iron Man two and I enjoy Iron Man three. But they're not great films. The Iron Man character is is great. Tony's great. I, I have no complaints about Iron Man. But ignoring Batman for a second, I think the films that Cap has been in are far superior to anything that Iron Man has been in. And yes, he's done a few scrappy movies to begin with, but I don't think you can hold him hold that against him. How can you besmirch a film that has Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin or not? <laughs> as Trevor. As Trevor Slattery. Not the face. I'm an actor. <laughs> From Croydon. From Croydon. <laughs> His Leo is the toast of Croydon, wherever that is. <laughs> um, anyway. Gentlemen, I, have, I haven't done the full top ten, but I have done the top three of our rankings based on our scores. At number three is Iron Man with if I've done a criteria basically of number one gets you 10 points number 10 gets you one point with 18 points it's Iron Man the number three number two with 25 points is Captain America and at number one with 28 points it's Batman well I think that's fairly fairly conclusive (laughs) yeah we were never going to rank him too low were we really the quality was always going to be pretty high I mean, Iron Man is impressive, considering I didn't put him in my top ten. Yeah, considering, yeah, I, I thought that when I was adding it up. It's just because Keith and I scored him high enough that he got a decent score. Uh, and uh, I, I think your Luke Skywalker threw, threw everything out. <laughs> and your high use of Wolverine as well. He didn't, he, he only made, was it, nine points in the end. So didn't quite, he didn't quite pull up. So yeah, that, that was it. But uh, no, it's an interesting mix. I think going forward, we'll probably be looking at uh, reviewing films and series and going sort of more deep dives into what we like and why. Has anybody got anything they want to say to to wrap up the podcast before I uh, say goodbye? And no, I, I think we've, I think we're done. Yeah, I, I think I think you and Keith have embarrassed yourselves suitably enough. Fucking Says the Luke Michael Skywalker. Knight. Yeah, banana man. You can. You have the. You have the golf. The, the the barefaced nerve to say we've embarrassed ourselves. Keith is going to be muttering for the rest of the night now. Yeah. Be like in yeah, bed all night, just go banana man. Michael Knight. <laughs> Where can people find you on on the internet, uh, folks? Lawrence, I believe you've got a Twitter handle. Uh, Lawrence. With a U under slash uh, under slash underscore uh, tuck T U C K is me. Keith, I believe you're a luddite. 
So you I haven't am. got a Twitter account No Twitter yet? for me. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. You, you can find um, Keith on the internet on various illegal sites. <laughs> Search the dark web and you'll find Keith Edwards <laughs> today. Need to find, mentioned yeah, if you need to find me in real life, I'm in therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can find me, the best place to find me is at Fierce Casual. Or a psychiatric um, institution. Yeah, one or the other. Well, thank you very much, folks. We'll try and do this again very soon. Hope you enjoyed it.